This first podcast is a, um, a brief um, tribute, really, on my part to one of the co-sponsors of this production. It's First Light, First Light Theatre, and Copernicana CIC. Copernicana is an amazing organisation based here in Stratford that celebrates the lives of the Polish community in all its forms, artistically, educationally. And we're going to hear from three of my friends from Copernicana in a moment in, in, this, first, in this first episode. And in subsequent episodes, we'll meet the cast and we'll meet perhaps some of the backstage people. And we may even meet one or two uh, individuals who are, who are very close to this uh, amazing story of, uh, of Katyn. So I think that's all for now. Without further ado, um, may I introduce um, uh, Magda and uh, Margusha and Monica. And we were together at the uh, the RSC, kindly loaned us a nice little space above the uh, other place to do the recording. Just felt right to be in a place of great theatrical significance to record this opening, this opening piece. And... Uh, if you have been, thank you for watching and um, more, lots, lots more to come. we have really uh, discovered the entire truth and uh, Russia has owned up to what happened in Katyn. So this is a story that um, maybe not many people here in England know about. This is a story of the how the Russian, uh, how Stalin decided to decapitate Polish country and uh, and um, get rid of about, uh, well, just over 20,000 of Polish intelligentsia. So people who mattered in, in Polish uh, communities, people who were highly educated, and this was a move to uh, to ensure that Polish country would not survive and would be very uh, sort of dependent on Russia uh, after the Second World War. Can I ask how important the Katyn story is in Poland to, to Polish people? Oh, it's people? very important. In fact, Katyn is a very sad and very shocking part of our history. And I think that it's very important to teach a next generation about it. But it's not. They, they shouldn't forget about it. Even in Polsa Today's school, I learned my A-level students about this, uh, this story, this very sad story, and they are shocked. How, how it could, could happen? Uh, how it could happen? Uh, yes, yes. For yes. them, it's something very, very strange. There's another level of significance there, because uh, for years and years, for decades, you know, it was, it was forbidden to talk about it. So mm -hmm. there were people who got into trouble much later because of it quite often to be trouble or quite well other times it was simply not welcomed to have this discussion so I think it was going for decades unlike Holocaust uh -huh. which was quite you know openly discussed with different views of course but this is a different you know lay of the story that from up until late 80s it was this kind of you know well secret forbidden subject mm. on the other hand even more readily discussed, you know, in certain... And one of our actors, Mr. Anya, was telling us that, um, that uh, gosh, I won't come so close for you, as I don't want to put you off the project, <laughs> but, um, that, uh, that even her teacher, Anya, is playing, Anya is, Batia is playing um, my wife in the play, Valina, um, but she was telling us that her teacher couldn't teach about Katine, mm. 
Yes, yes. When during the communist era, mm -hmm. yes, at all. It was not in books. Some teachers did it, getting into trouble. Some teachers did it, not getting into trouble. I have to say, because it, it was, you know, it was probably more complex than now we believe. It was, but but generally, it was not in books. It was not mm -hmm. in text. Those texts were rewritten, revised, you know, school books after '89 or so. But it's also another, uh, again, another uh, another element of it that it's story firstly about hate, you know, about mm. about mm. something what's happening now, and I think wow. that's why bringing it that, to life now has got another from the same part of the world, you know, the Russia. So, so maybe that would be something people. People may say why. People may say why are we why are we English people might say why are we doing this. Now, then, no, but yes, yeah, so yes. what is the it has relevance to us now, course, doesn't it? With the Russian aggressions, it bears such a strong relevance right now. Mm -hmm. So, the events that we have been witnessing in Bucha, uh, in other Ukrainian towns, are a repetition of what happened to the Polish nation, uh, to what happened in, in Kati, and uh. And those methods uh, are fairly similar to, to what uh, the Russians did to the Poles during the uh, 1940s. Mm. Um, so yes, it has a very strong relevance. It's about also um, a nation standing up to bullies. Mm. It's important to remember that. Mm. And I think, you know, especially now with the Ukrainian context, we want the Ukrainian to know that, you know, we have to make sure that the truth is known. Mm -hmm. That's why the Polish country has fought so hard for the truth to be known. And, and there have been, you know, uh, relentless attempts to ensure that the Katyn Masa um, massacre has not been forgotten and has, has been dealt with uh, using, you know, lawful uh, democratic ways. That's great, and I've got to just to say thank you very much to Kapernikana uh, to, 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 for helping this project come to life. It's, very, it's a staggering project to me. I'll say a little bit more about this on another podcast, but um, when I started this project uh, some year, two years ago, I had no idea where my grandfather was, and I think I had a feeling my grandfather might have been caught up in the Katyn massacre, and hence why I wrote the play. Um, we have found um, my grandfather since uh, where, where he almost certainly did die and um, as a result of the project. So I, my heart for Copernicana is bursting with gratitude and I'll finish there. Thank you very much.